0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield who allows them to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you, amen? They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn On The Light Broadcast. Turn On The Light Broadcast with Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. What it leads to Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder and a senior pastor, is Pastor ball Hartman, with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the Word, we're going to hear a couple of songs. Amen.
2: Here I was, empty-handed, crying out from the pit of my despair, there you Never gave up on me You were my testimony Oh Never gave It's a miracle man.
1: Everything that you brought me through, everything that you brought me out of, all of the victories, all of the heartaches, all of the shame, all of the failures, all of the challenges and the struggles,
0: all of the lessons,
1: I'm thankful for it all. But I'm grateful for you. Hallelujah. Because as the song says prior to it, you never gave up on me. Just think about that. You never gave up on me. Even during those times when I wasn't thinking about you. When I wasn't representing you. When I wasn't living for you. When I wasn't even claiming you as my Lord and Savior. You never gave up on me. Thank you. For always being there. Always being there. Just think about the times when you were in certain situations. And every time he was there. It may not have turned out the way that we wanted it to, but in every situation, he was there, even if it saved our lives. We may have come out of situations hurt, bruised. But we came out of those situations. That's why I'm thankful for it all. But everything that I've survived is all because of you, God. That's why I'm grateful. For you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Gonna give out a a couple of shout outs. Had a couple of birthdays in this last week. As I mentioned last Saturday. The best birthday. Monday, glory to God. Celebrated my wife on her special day. And then also this week, celebrated my sister-in-law's, who's actually wedding. I, I mentioned wedding that, that we that we attended. Troy Lynn, Mrs. Williams now, celebrated her birthday this week also. Glory to God. I'm going to fix this echo that I have. Go ahead and turn my phone off so I have any issues. Someone, just let me know, man this technology I'm still getting used to it, but I am able to to use the computer again for a while. I wasn't able to use the computer; I've been using it by way of my phone. So I thank God that now I can just relax and focus on getting the message out on the computer. And I have to go through all of those. If if, if y'all only knew all of the things that I've been going through trying to get these messages out. But God is faithful. Amen. Let's get into the word. We're going to be coming out of the book of Psalm, Psalm the 23rd chapter, 4th chapter, 23rd chapter, 4th verse, the 23rd chapter of Psalm and the 4th verse, and it reads, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I'm going to read it again. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The title of the message this morning is going through death. Going through death.
0: The emphasis on the word through.
1: So going through death, let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down our rest for you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, watching over us, protecting us, keeping us in their care, Father, Finding off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. Yes, there were bad weather this past week, but you protected us, Father. Through the storm, In the storm, you was there. Thank you, Father, for your protection. Thank you for never leaving us, Father. For never forsaking us, for always being there. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your word, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers. Your word that sets free, Father, all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, Father. The sacrifice. The atonement, Father. To bring us together at one minute do what he did on the cross, Father. Thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. Hallelujah. But he went on a mission, Father, to take the keys of hell from Satan, to strip him of all of the power that he had been given through the fall of man. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day. Hallelujah, with all power. Thank you, Father, for allowing Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood. Defeating hell and the grave and sin and death. Thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit. For sending him to be our teacher, our guide, our comforter. Thank you for you. Hallelujah. Almighty God creator of all things, our Father. We thank you for it all, Father. The good, the bad, the ugly, the great, and the small. Thank you for the tears, Father. Thank you, Father, for never giving up on us. We thank you for it all, but we're grateful for you. We thank you and we praise you. Now, Father, we receive this word. Help us to apply it to our lives, Father, to make it personal. And to walk it out. That you may be glorified. In all that we say and all that we do. Because we are your representatives, Father. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Going through death. Yes. Psalms 23rd chapter verse 4 I'm going to read it again I'm going to read it again in the the message translation Psalms 23rd chapter verse 4 in the message translation and it reads even When the way goes through Death Valley,
0: I'm not afraid.
1: When you walk at my side, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. He said, even when, not if,
0: but when. The
1: way it goes through Death Valley. He called it Death Valley. I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. Shepherd's crook. Shepherd's crook is a long, sturdy stick with a hook at one end, often with the point flared outwards, used by a shepherd to manage and sometimes catch sheep. In addition, the crook may aid in defending against attack by predators. When traveling through rough terrain, A crook is an aid to balance. I want to say that again. When traveling
0: through rough terrain, rough terrain, those life struggles, life challenges,
1: Tests, trials, tribulations. Through those rough terrain, a crook is an aid to balance. Help you keep your balance so you don't fall. Help you stay the course. Help you stay on the right path. Shepherds may also use the long end of the crook to part through thick undergrowth when searching for lost sheep or potential predators. Listen to that. This, this, this is what the, the, the shepherd is doing. is it, it, parting the thick.
0: Undergrowth, undergrowth,
1: the part of the grass that we can't see, the part of the grass that we can't see. See, he he, he goes before us,
0: parts the way for us. even
1: looking not just for lost sheep but also potential predators. That's what the shepherd is doing. Says Satan goes around as a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. But God, to protect us from the one who is seeking to devour us. He's protecting us. He's watching over us. He's going before us.
0: Clearing the way for us. Shepherd is doing. The hook
1: is used to recover fallen sheep, either by his neck or leg.
0: That's what the hook is for on the shepherd's crook. to catch a sheep by his neck or his leg
1: sometimes a lot of times stops us see Jesus said it like this while he was teaching them how to pray Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's what the shepherd does. A lot of times he stops us.
0: He prevents us from going into certain areas, into certain places. For this reason, the crook
1: has been used as a religious symbol of care. That's why he does it. Particularly in difficult situations. He cares for us. That's what a shepherd does. He cares. For us. Let's look at it in the Amplified Bible. Psalm 23rd chapter verse 4 in the Amplified Bible. Talking about going through death. And it reads in the Amplified Bible it reads yes Though I walk through the deep, sunless valley of the shadow of death, I will fear or dread no evil, for you are with me, your rod to protect and your staff to guide. They comfort me. So he says, yes,
0: though I walk through the deep
1: and sunlit valley of the shadow of death. Sometimes we feel like we're drowning from the cares of the world. And then it seems like there's no way out. We can't see our way out from the darkness, or as it says here, the sunless. We just just had this past week something called
0: a blue moon.
1: Call it a a, a a super blue moon. The moon is not blue, but the, the reason why they call it that is because it's 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 so close
0: to the earth
1: and it likes the sky. Sometimes at night, I would stand outside just looking around where normally it's dark where you can't see, but because of this super blue moon, everything is lit up. But David said, in those darkest moments, where it's sunless, where there is no light, he says, still, I will fear or dread no evil. Because that's, that's where the evil is. The evilness is in the darkness. That's where it hides. But he says, even though I'm in those dark moments, and and I, I, I know that evil, is all around me. He said, I will not fear nor dread, for you are with me, your rod to protect, your staff to guide. The rod. Conveys the concept of authority, of power, of discipline, and defense. That's what the rod represents. It represents authority, power, discipline,
0: and defense of the sheep.
1: That's why he said, When you when you're with me, I shall not fear. And the staff represents all that is long suffering and kind. That's the care. That's the protection. A staff is a a long, slender stick, often with a crook or hook on the end. When you you see a shepherd with a staff, sometimes the staff is the same height, even sometimes taller than the shepherd. Because it's, it's, it's long enough to catch that sheep. And pull it back in. God's arm is not too short that He can't pull you out of situations. Let's go to Second Samuel. Second Samuel the twenty second chapter. Gonna do a little reading. Gonna do a little reading this morning. Second Samuel the twenty second chapter. Starting at verse one. And it reads, "And David spake unto the Lord the words of this song in the day." that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. It says, he delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies. And out of the hand of Saul.
0: It's it's interesting that
1: Saul is not included as being David's enemy.
0: But we know the story. Saul
1: was the king. And his son, Jonathan, was David's best friend. But David was anointed to be king. And because of that, Saul was jealous. He was jealous because David had been anointed to be the king. So because of that, he tried to kill David. He pursued him. So David went into hiding.
0: So he had to worry about Saul and his army. Saul's army
1: and at the same time he had to worry about all the rest of his enemies but Saul wasn't considered an enemy of God an enemy of David but he was also Pursuing David to kill him I want to say that again this is this this is a man, King Saul, who welcomed David into his home, who treated him like a son
0: but he was jealous of
3: it.
0: There's a saying, keep your
1: friends close and your enemies closer. I don't agree with that saying. Keep your enemies far
0: from you. But you keep your friends close.
1: Because you never know who's jealous of you. You never know
0: who's envious of you
1: until you spend time with them. I'll say that again. You never know
0: who's jealous
1: Are envious until you spend time with them. That's how you get to know someone. Because eventually it says it asks a question in Amos three and three. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Eventually.
0: Is going to come to a point where you have to make a decision. Am I going to go
1: with God or am I going to go with who I'm hanging with? going to have to make a decision let God be true let every man a liar verse 2 reads and he said the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer the God of my rock in him will I trust He is my shield and the horn of my salvation. My high tower and my refuge. My savior. Thou savest me from violence. This is what David is saying. The Lord about his protector, about his shepherd. And he says, I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. And when the waves of death compass me, the flood of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. So what are you
0: doing in your distress? Are you complaining? Are you crying? Are you hiding?
1: Or are you calling on the Lord? It says, I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved. From my enemies. If you want to be saved, all you have to do is call on the Lord. Glory to God. Say, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God. And he did hear my voice out of his temple. And my cry did enter into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of heaven moved and shook because he was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth devoured. coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down and darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and did fly, and he was seen upon the wings of the wind, and he made darkness, pavilions round about him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. Through the brightness before him were coals of
0: fire kindled.
1: The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered His voice, and He sent out arrows, scattered them, lightning, and discomfited them. Now, now I just mentioned about the hurricane that we just had; those who were caught in the hurricane. The way that they described it. And, and we even have cameras of certain images. And I mentioned to you about how, how, how the moon was so bright. That it lit up the night. But none of that compares to the description of God coming for your aid, coming to protect you, coming to deliver you, coming to save you. Glory to God.
0: Let's skip over to verse 47. And it reads, the
1: Lord liveth Stop right there. The Lord liveth and blessed be my rock and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. It is God that avengeth me and that bringeth down the people under me and that bringeth me forth from mine enemies. Thou also hast lifted me up on high above them that rose up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto thy name. He is the tower of salvation. For he is king and showeth mercy to his anointed, unto David. But put your name there. Unto Norman and to his seed forevermore. That's who God is. Our shepherd, our protector, our... Caretaker. Now let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews 2nd chapter. Hebrews 2nd chapter. We're going to start at verse 1. Hebrews 2nd chapter verse 1. And I'm going to read it in an Amplified Bible. Talking about going through death. Verse 1 reads, since all this is true, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever to the truth. ...that we have heard, lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. If the message given through angels, the law spoken by them to Moses, was authentic and proved sure, and every violation and disobedience received an appropriate, just, and adequate penalty. How shall we escape appropriate retribution if we neglect and refuse to pay attention to such a great salvation as is now offered to us, letting it drift past us forever? For it was declared at first by the Lord himself, and it was confirmed to us and proved to be real and genuine by those who personally heard him speak. There are witnesses, eyewitnesses,
0: that personally heard God speak.
1: Besides this evidence, it was also established and plainly endorsed by God, who showed his approval of it by signs and wonders and various miracles. Manifestations of his power and by imparting the gifts of the Holy Spirit to the believers according to his own will. Listen to this. For it was not to angels that God subjected the habitable world of the future of which we are speaking. He didn't give the world to the angels. He didn't create the world for the angels. It has been solemnly and earnestly said in a certain place, what is man? That that's over in in Psalm the eighth chapter. That that's the angels having a conversation with God and, and seeing everything that He created. How glorious, how majestic, and how marvelous everything is. But then The angel asks, what is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you graciously and helpfully care for and visit and look after him? Sounds like the shepherd. For some little time you have ranked him lower than and inferior to the angel. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. See, when, 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 when the angel said angels there, that 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 he created him a little lower than the angels, he was actually saying, Enoheen. You created him a little lower than you.
0: Only God
1: outranks us. I'm going to say that again. Only God outranks us. I'm talking about us as human beings. That's that's where that that authority comes in at. that's That's where your identity comes in at, knowing who you are. Says, for you have put everything in subjection under his feet. Now, in putting everything in subjection, he left nothing outside of man's control. Listen to that. He left nothing outside of man's control. But a at present. We do not yet see all things subjected to him. Man says the God of this world, who is Satan, has blinded the eye of God's creation, of God's children. If you could only see yourself, how God and the angels see you. And guess who also is an angel? Satan. The devil. That old dragon. Beelzebub. The evil one. Whatever you call him. This is how he sees you. That's why. He envies you. That's why. He's jealous of you. That's why. His ultimate goal. Is to destroy you. Then it goes on to say. But we are able to see Jesus, who was ranked lower than the angels for a little while, crowned with glory and honor because of his having suffered death, in order that by the grace, unmerited favor of God to us sinners, he might experience death for every individual person now listen to this said, said he, he having suffered death, it says that he might experience death for every individual person, for it was an act worthy of God and fitting to the divine nature that he for whose sake and by whom all things have their existence, in bringing many sons into glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect, should bring to maturity the human experience necessary to be perfectly equipped office as high priest through suffering through suffering for both he who sacrifices making men holy and those who are sanctified all have one father for this reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren that's who Jesus calls those who have accepted him as their Lord and Savior, brothers, sisters. Let's look at let's look at verse 14. Since therefore these, his children, share in the flesh and blood, in the physical nature of human beings, he himself, in a similar manner, partook of the same nature that by going
0: through death, listen to that.
1: Jesus did. Said he 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 took on the physical nature of human beings. And he himself in a similar manner partook on the same nature of human beings. That by going through death That's what I wanted to get to. That's that's where the title of the message came from. Going through
0: death. He didn't stop at death. Everything didn't end at death. Says he went. Through
1: death. He might bring to naught. And make of no effect. Who had the power of death. That is the devil. The devil
0: had the power. Of death.
1: But Jesus went. Through. Death. He went through death. Meaning that. He went from one end
0: or one side to the other. He went from the beginning
1: to the end to completion or conclusion or
0: accomplishment.
1: To the core completely, that's what he did, he went into the open and then out of death, Jesus went
0: into death, went through death. and then of death. Listen to that. That's what he did. He went through that. That's why
1: David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, the, the, the one who, who who went through
0: death. He's with me. He's protecting me. He's defending me. With through death also. We can have access to the one who sent him.
1: That's why Jesus went through death. He went through death
0: access to heaven
1: so if Jesus went through death and, and, and it says that
0: we're in him if Jesus went through death there's nothing for us
1: to fear Because death has already been conquered. It's already been defeated. So death shouldn't be
0: anywhere near
1: our conscience, our thinking. Because Jesus went through. That's why it says, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, in Jesus, Jesus that that went through death,
0: shall not perish
1: but have everlasting life. Jesus said, I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Going through death Going through death.
0: Death is not the end. Death is not our destiny. Death is not where we stop.
1: spend eternity with our Father. Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to go through death that we may have access to you. Therefore, we will not fear We will not dread. We would not worry. We would not care. Because you care for us. We thank you and we praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Going. Through death. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministers.
3: With Brother
0: Norman Woodard.